Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, last year I went through a leadership development course called Leading Sibley Together. It's now changed names to Strengthening Sibley's Future. And part of that monthly gathering involved touring a different municipality, town, in Sibley County. And in April, we toured our very own Gibbon. Now, you and I know that our little town has much more to offer than meets the eye. But for anyone who lives east of Winthrop, uh, well, that is a new concept to a lot of them. And one of our cohort members put it this way during the end of the day reflection. He said, you know, I, before today, thought of Gibbon as a lost cause. And what changed that for him? Seeing Gibbon for himself over the course of that day. And fast forward to December of last year, just last month. I'm doing my duty as a alumnus of this program to help day chair this year's cohort. And uh, I signed up along with uh, Miss Leanne. We both signed up for the day that the group would tour Winthrop and Gibbon. Format changed a little bit. So now they're touring two places in one day. And at the midday lunch break, we're eating lunch uh, in Winthrop and people are discussing about the things they've seen and it's kind of fun to just sit back and listen to the, to the chatter. And, and, and so I shared at one point with this group who had just had this experience of seeing Gibbon for themselves what my cohort mate from last year's class said. And as I'm saying, as I'm quoting him saying, we all kind of, or uh, he says, I had just sort of thought of Gibbon as a lost cause. One of our servers in the restaurant overhears and chimes in, yeah, that's what we all think of Gibbon. Like, wow. Today's gospel lesson features a similar dynamic, but the stakes are much higher. Under consideration isn't our town of Gibbon, but whether or not Jesus of Nazareth is the Messiah, the Son of God, the King of Israel, or not. And we get to see the difference illuminated here for us between trusting in the popular reputation of a place or of a person and seeing it for ourselves. So let's get into this. Friends, whether we know it or not, we are all members of our congregation, people watching this, every human on the face of the earth in, in history has been searching for answers to these questions like, where did I come from? Where am I going? How did we get here? Is there a right and wrong? Does it matter if I know the difference between right and wrong? What am I supposed to be doing with my life? What happens after we die? And we're all like a man. Maybe you have a man like this in your life. We're all like a man driving in unfamiliar territory. Too stubborn to stop and ask for directions because we think maybe we'll just have, we'll just have a breakthrough here in a second. And uh, we're too proud to willingly accept help. We, we at least like to look like we know what we're doing, even though most of the time we are lost. And, we, you know, at this point now, we don't want to admit it to our family in the back seat. We've got to be totally desperate to finally give up and pull over, roll down the window and say, sorry, do you, um, could you help me? I'm lost. Do you know the way? Well, St. John the Evangelist writes that after Jesus was baptized, which is what we heard about last week, Jesus went around and he started to call his, his apostles. He started to call people to follow him. And specifically, we're told by John of Andrew, Peter, Philip, 
And all three of these guys follow Jesus straight away. It turns out when the one who is the way and the truth and the life, as Jesus calls himself later in John's gospel, chapter 14, verse 6, when the way and the truth and the life walks up to you and says, follow me, uh, you don't hesitate. But what happens when Philip then goes to find his friend Nathaniel? Well, John says, Philip went to look for Nathanael and told him, we have found the very person Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nazareth, exclaimed Nathanael. He might as well have said, Gibbon. Nathanael goes on, can anything good come from Nazareth? Come and see for yourself, Philip replied. Nathanael reacts the way that all sinners, that is all people, because we're all sinners, we all react to claims about Jesus in this way with unbelief, with doubt, with skepticism, with kind of a, I don't think so, that seems pretty unlikely. What was different about Nathaniel that made him react this way? Andrew, Peter, and Philip were all directly welcomed and invited by Jesus face to face. Nathaniel, well, he just heard someone else's opinion about Jesus. John Goes on, he says, as they approached, Jesus said, now here is a genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity. And Nathaniel says, how do you know about me? Nathaniel is a little bit like, what, who, um, have we met? Jesus replied, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. Jesus hits Nathaniel with a, there he is, my man. And Nathaniel rightly questions Jesus about this. After all, this is the first time they had ever met. How did Jesus know Nathaniel like that? Well, the word made flesh by whom all things were created and by whose power everything continues to exist. He flexes on Nathaniel a little. He tells something to Nathaniel that it would be impossible for anybody to know. The kind of thing we heard about, we read together in Psalm 139. O Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. Jesus did something that only the Lord, all capitalized, the Lord, meaning Yahweh. Jesus did something that only Yahweh was able to do. And so Nathaniel, a genuine son of Israel, confesses Jesus to be both the son of God and the king of Israel. In other words, Nathaniel is on board. Nathaniel gets it. He didn't have to take someone else's word for it anymore. All of his hopes were beginning to crystallize as he saw this powerful, magnetic, charismatic rabbi from Nazareth. He, he was a believer. And then Jesus tells Nathaniel, because you believe that I am the son of God, you will see greater things. Jesus doesn't say, Did you, do you believe just because I said this thing to you? You're going to see greater things than that, dude. Jesus affirms what Nathaniel has said and says, yes, because you believe in me, you are going to see greater things. And then he references Jacob's ladder from all the way back in Genesis 28. I'll read a little bit of that for you. Starting at verse 13. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord. Jacob is seeing this stairway go from heaven to earth. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. 
Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions, to the west and the east, to the north and the south. And all the families of the earth will be blessed through you and through your descendants. What's more, I am with you, and I will protect you wherever you go. One day I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I wasn't even aware of it. But he was also afraid and said, What an awesome place this is. It is none other than the house of God, the very gateway to heaven. Now that's a pretty impressive story. It's remarkable in a lot of ways. And we believe that that all really happened. But here are the greater things that you and I, along with Nathaniel, have seen. This is why Jesus references that story. Because Jesus is the descendant of Jacob through which all the earth will be blessed. Jesus is the land, right? The land is the place where God's people find their rest and their fulfillment, where they can live with everything as it should be. Jesus is the land. Jesus is where that happens for us. Jesus is the temple, the place of God's holy dwelling. Jesus is the gate of heaven. Jesus is how God comes to us and will not leave us until he has given us everything promised to us. Remember at the end of Matthew's gospel, Jesus says to his disciples, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And these things are only seen, right? We don't really necessarily see them with our eyes, but we perceive them, we hold on to them, we cling to them, because we have faith in Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. We believe that he is the one about whom Moses and the prophets wrote. Friends, we're all like Nathaniel. We hear about Jesus and we express some amount of doubt and then are faced with this choice. Do we go and see for ourselves? Or do we say, church? Can anything good come from church? And just leave it at that. What moved Nathaniel from doubt to belief? The same thing that moved Andrew, Peter, and Philip to believe. The same thing that moves you and I to believe. The Lord's call to us personally. And so here we see the difference between taking someone else's word for it, or not, about Jesus, and going to where Jesus can be found, to where Jesus reveals himself to us going to where Jesus can be heard. Are you looking for blessings? Are you looking for rest and peace? Are you looking for the way to heaven? Are you looking for where to find God? Jesus is the answer to all of that, friends. It's all in Jesus. Come and see for yourself. In the same way that our friendly Minnesota neighbors who live east of Winthrop need to come see Gibbon for themselves, God invites you to meet Jesus for yourself in the word, and in the sacrament. And you who believe in Jesus will see his glory with the eyes of faith, and that will sustain you and keep you strong until the day arrives, a day that is coming very soon, Jesus promises, where we all together, saints alive and saints dead and brought back to life by the mighty power of God, will see Jesus with our own eyes. What a day that will be. Friends, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.